Welcome to Two Peas in a Pod. I'm Max Pisano. And I'm Joseph Pisano. Each episode we'll be talking real estate, banking and mortgages, sharing insights into the market and updates on the bank's view on mortgages and investment loans. And also give you an opportunity to ask questions to help you make a better informed decision. So let's get into it, shall we? Alright, well, let's get started. Uh, Joe, how are you this week? Good, thanks Max. How are you? I'm uh, fantastic. I've got to tell you that the weather outside, so today's 30th of April, pinch and punch. No, that's pinch and punch, first day of the month. <laughs> this is the right. end of the month. End of the month. But the weather is um, fantastic. fantastic today. Uh, what are we pushing about? 24 degrees. That's pretty good. Probably one of the last few great days of autumn. Yeah. So, of course, with, with weather like this, um, no doubt the auctions which happen tomorrow, there'll be a lot of people out and about as you well. You think so? so eh? Yeah. And people won't be sitting on their bums because their wives will be making them get up and get into the garden if they're not going to auctions, no doubt. <laughs> Very true. And I, and I guess on that note, um, it'll actually be a good idea to have a little chat about what the market's doing, which is obviously what we tend to, to talk about yeah. um, each time we catch up. Um, you know, one of the questions that is on my mind, and actually it, I saw an article pop up during the week, is has the market peaked? Has the property market peaked? And it's a, probably a very relevant question because it looks like, it looks like that whilst there's still a lot of heat in the market with certain properties, that it may be slightly tapering off. Now, let's not be like the media and say that it's going to tank. We're not talking that at all. What we're just saying is that potentially that the heat of the market might be pulling back a little and what maybe are some of those indicators of that. Um, I noticed last week the clearance rates, Melbourne-wide, of course, because in a suburb, certain suburbs will have you know, different clearance rates. They'll have uh, better than, say, the, the average amount. But I did notice that the clearance rate was a little bit lower last week. Okay. Well, that I mean, that doesn't surprise me, I suppose. Um, you can't always have record, or not record, but near, you know, high every week. I mean, something's got to give at some stage. Um, I suppose, Max, um, just going on, not that I've got, a, uh, you know, thousands of clients, but just going on... B- from my client set and the people I've spoken to, um, I'm noticing that um, you know there's people that uh, ones in the process of buying happy to pay a little bit more, but not not a great outlay. So it's that's not you know, and it suits that person to go and pay a little bit more because it's for a long long term. And we've spoken about short term, long term in the past. And the other thing is that um, I've had a few clients that are saying. Look, the market's just too hot, and they've made, and they're young buyers. The market's just a bit too hot. We're going to keep saving, you know, and um, they're not discouraged. They're actually waiting for something to give. I mean, they figure that um, you know next week they're going to have more savings, and then the week after they'll have more savings, and at some stage, um, interest rates are going to start going up, and, and and that should put a little bit of a break on you know, on the prices. Well, look, I, I tend to agree with you. I mean, you can't go wrong by saving money, right? Yeah. Paying down debt, saving money, and when yeah. the market's right, that's the time to buy. I mean, look, it will continue to go up, but let's not um, 
But let's not paint a picture that, you know, it's, it's a question of starting at the right time, right? So yeah. for example, some of those clients of yours, they keep saving, they find the right property that pops up and they buy and they get into yeah. the market. I mean, one thing's for certain that the indication that the market is, was and probably still is quite hot is the fact that the amount of buyers advocates that I'm getting call me yeah. saying that they need properties, they need properties. So they're saying that a lot of their clients are missing out and hence why the buyer's advocacy business is growing for many people because they've got these buyers that can't buy. So they go to a buyer's advocate hoping that the buyer's advocate can help them buy. But if there's no property on the market, how do you, how do you, um, how do, you do a transaction? I mean, I'll give you an example of one that I just sold in, in Seaford, right? And I think we spoke about this um, last time. Anyway, we're building up to to that property. Yeah, we um, did because I don't think I had I don't think I had auction. No, I had auctioned no. it then, but you know, that property, that market, that pocket of Melbourne grew in value from the start of the campaign to the end of the campaign. It grew by about 15 percent, and that was sort of an indication of what the market was doing. Now, if I here's the thing, right? If I had three or four more properties at the end of that campaign, I could have sold them all straight away. Yeah. But here's the catch. I put it out there to a number of agents. I put it out there also on a Facebook campaign to try and get someone that wanted to sell straight away. But people are actually hanging off thinking, oh, the market might actually be better than what it is right now. And herein lies yeah. the problem that I think we need to get the message out to some of our vendors that you, know, you sell when you're ready to sell. Yeah. Don't try and time the market because the reality is that by the time you're ready to go on the market thinking that I'll just wait and I'll wait and I'll get a higher price, it's actually pulled back. It's actually, it's actually and, and, and less, it can, worth less. Yeah, yeah, and it pulls back for various reasons. Um, for instance, um, I had an email about three hours ago from one of the major banks saying that, you know, uh, and their, their thing was, look, maybe you should be talking to your clients to fix rates because we're hearing that um, you know uh, interest rates are going to be heading up now. You know, a few weeks ago, <laughs> it was like, you know, interest rates aren't going to be heading up for um, say two, three years or whatever. But you see, bonds, ten-year bonds in America have been creeping, you know, crept up, came back, and starting to go up again in the last few days. So, I mean, maybe it's just a ploy to get people to log in to their bank, but. You know, when people start saying that within the banking industry, you sort of tend to think maybe, maybe rates will start to go up and that's definitely going to drive prices or maybe not collapse, but it certainly will stop. It the, softens the market. Yeah, yeah. It'll, st- it'll soften the market up a little bit. You know, we're at a, you know, we're high as it is <laughs> at the moment. I mean, some, some sales I've seen are just ridiculous, but... Um, I, th- I suppose another thing you've got to uh, keep your cool a little bit. Don't don't go too stupid. I mean, there there are some stupid prices people have paid. You know, on the whether it's a spur of the moment or people getting really really desperate. But I think that heat's maybe starting to come out a little bit. Hopefully, we're not seeing too much of that. Well, I guess you know the advice I give buyers um, is that if the property is something you really like. If you're going to stay there for a while, yeah, then different. it may be worth paying a bit more. But here's the here's the caveat, right? 
you've got to be able to afford it. So don't, don't go spending another 100000 on a property because yeah. you're going to stay there 10, 20 years and it'll grow by a million dollars in that period if you can't afford to keep it, yeah. if you're stretching yourself to the maximum. Because there's no question at some stage, we don't have to be economists to know this, the, the interest rates have to go up at some stage. How much yeah. lower can they stay for this long, right? Yeah. Well, if we look at Japan, it's you know thirty years, but um, okay. you sort of <laughs> well, it's hope then. <laughs> There's hope, but uh, you but know, the problem yeah. is that, and sorry to catch off, Joe. I, I get what you're saying. So yeah, Japan's had thirty years of low interest rates, but doesn't that mean that the price of property will go so high? So then it's no longer the how much you can borrow to buy, but it's the fact that the property is just out of reach. Yeah. Well. It's always been supply and demand, as you know. So, but we're hearing, you know, the, the thing is, there's some really interesting stories out there at the moment. You know what people are saying and doing, and I'm sure um, I had I had one chat. We were talking about a particular property went for X amount, and and uh, it was quite an expensive property. But then property down the road, nowhere near as good, went for twenty percent more, and and. and and not even in as good a spot. Twenty percent, you know, yeah. off-market transaction. I mean, this is just when things are becoming. When you're starting to hear these ridiculous stories, I think that's when euphoria. You know, they say when when you start to hear these amazing stories that oh, did you know that happened or that. That's a bit of a warning sign, you know, that you know maybe you should just cool it. I mean. Look, there's still good properties out there, and they're going to be they're, they're good properties today, and they're good properties tomorrow. Um, there's still, you know, good, you know, good interest rates and good, you know, as long as you can afford it and you've got the ability to pay it back. And just remember that you need to um, uh, make sure that you know if you're paying two and a half percent or three percent, whatever it is now, that you can afford to pay an extra one percent or one mm. and a half down the track. You know. Yeah, um, have a contingency plan, basically. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But um, well, look, I guess the one thing is that you know, for any vendors looking to sell, it's really important, as always, to just look at the statistics, just look at the numbers. Yeah, right? look at the sales. Don't never base, you know, your decision on what you hear in the grapevine. Yeah, just or look at hard from, evidence. Yeah, right? yeah, or sometimes maybe from the agents. I mean, yeah, as you know, yeah. Max. But uh, I'm just, yeah. Do do your homework and look at keep, the sales. Yeah, you know, whatever, and look at look at not only just what has been sold, but also okay, this is what's been sold, and when I'm going to put my property in the market, this is what I'm likely to be in competition with. Yeah, right. So, for example, you think where well, your property's worth say a million and a half, right? Yeah. But you're in competition with others that are priced between 1.2, 1.3. Yes. Maybe you're going to struggle to, to sell. And if anything, you're going to you're going to help the others sell their properties because you're overpriced. Yeah. So, you know, the market goes up, the market goes down, the market goes sideways. Um, you again, you you transact, you buy, you sell when you can afford to. Yeah. And when your lifestyle commands that you have to do so. Right. So if you're just going to sit back and wait for the market, I know people that have been waiting to buy for years and years and years because so I would just wait till the market pulls back. But the market goes down, the market goes up. I mean, you buy when it suits you. You yeah. buy when, when you can afford to. So yeah. 
Well, look, yeah. look, I think it's going to continue like this for a little while. I think the rest of the year for us agents is going to be good for yeah. good properties. And well, again, you know, quantifying what is a good property, you know, freestanding homes on some decent sized land. Yeah. I think we're going to be okay. It's going to be a good uh, rest of the year. Of course, I heard that um, uh, just, I think it was just the other week, that they're allowing up to, soon, Victoria will allow up to a max of 120 overseas students per week. Yes. Right? So, so that's a maximum. So it might only be five this week, 10 next week, but they'll allow up to 120. So that means that um, it'll take, we did, we did this little number the other day, Joe, if you yeah. remember, we looked at, there's about 5,000 vacant properties in Melbourne. Yeah. We're talking Melbourne, Melbourne CBD, right? 3,000 yeah. and so on. Docklands and, and Docklands, Exactly. So at 120 maximum overseas students a week, that's about a year, right? So potentially yeah. it could take a year. That's if the maximum come in. It's probably going to be a lot less than 120 yeah, a week. And they fit a few people in those apartments, don't they, when they come yes. in? They're not going to yes, it's not every person. Per, yeah. Correct. So I guess why am I saying that? Because that market, the apartment market, yeah. or the ones where, and just go on and have a look which ones are vacant, you know, they're going to struggle to have their prices um, realised Anywhere yeah. near what they paid for them if they bought them in the last few years. Yeah, yeah I think um, I think uh, that one is uh, correct. You know, that's that's a correct assumption, I would think. Um, well, I guess look, as always, um, we're here to help and answer any questions. Um, our emails uh, are in the show notes, but uh, we uh, we thank you again for for yeah. sticking out and listening to. A little rant. Yeah, know? yeah. Today yeah. it wasn't a big rant today, but I think I think next time we might have a bit more information for you because this weekend's a big, big number of auctions and there's seems to be things happening, you know. So we might get a, a much better or a clearer picture of where the market and where the banks are going over the next few weeks. I would have thought. Um, so absolutely, and especially with the unfortunately with the COVID and the numbers we're getting from overseas. Um, uh, you know that that's also going to have some mm. some sort of underlying effect. So we'll we'll um, we'll uh, keep you posted, I suppose. Again, in another couple of weeks, and uh, we hope you stay healthy and safe and all that. And uh, look forward to hearing from you if you've got any questions, as Max says. So and also, um, if we get this out to you in time. Uh, Happy Greek Easter, Orthodox Easter to those people celebrating on the weekend. Uh, For those lucky enough to celebrate both as well. Happy um, uh, Easter to you all. But for now, it's uh, Max Pisano signing off. See you at the next one. Yeah, no worries. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.